What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So today I want to talk about kind of what one of the future matchups is going to be as far as, you know, two pitchers going at each other. In the past, we've seen guys like Roger Clemens versus Pedro Martinez. We've seen, you know, way back when Sandy Koufax versus Bob Gibson. I mean, you know, matchups like that. And, you know, MLB.com was was talking about this, and I thought that it would be good to bring here. And it's, we we could be looking at a Walker Bueller versus Jack Flaherty matchup as like the next, you know, it could be the next defining, defining matchup of the coming decade because they're both in the National League and the Cardinals and Dodgers are going to play each other. You know, so it's kind of going to be a marquee matchup whenever these two face off, kind of how we would always see with Mad Bum and Kershaw and, you know, things like that, for example. So, which one of these two pitchers might have the better decade and, and why might that be? I mean, we might be splitting hairs here because both these guys are studs, but we might as well take a look and see what we find. If you look at their career numbers to this point, I mean, they both made their debuts within six days of each other in September 2017, actually. And if you look at their numbers since then, their numbers are almost identical. I mean, Bueller's thrown in 62 games. Flaherty has thrown in 67, with Flaherty having more starts, having 13 more starts. But, you know, Flaherty has some more innings, 368 innings to 329. But the ERAs are almost identical. Flaherty has a 320. Bueller has a 312. Flaherty has a 106 whip. Bueller has a 104 whip. Flaherty has a 29.2% strikeout rate. Bueller has a 286 and Flaherty has a 7.0 Fangraphs war, and Bueller has a 7.9. So, to this point, they've basically been the same pitcher, and they've been really good for the ball clubs, and not much else you could ask for. But what could we expect looking ahead? I mean, if you just look at a projection system like Zips, it has over the next three seasons, Flaherty coming up with a 14.9 war and Bueller with a 12.4 war. Uh, Flaherty having a 3.06 ERA and Bueller a 3.2. Still splitting hairs at this point. Um, but let's talk about the case for each pitcher. So what's the case for Walker Bueller? Well, I mean, Bueller has just this high octane arsenal. He he throws harder and he just has sharp stuff. It's just like a power pitcher. Uh, I mean, this dude probably would have been the number one overall pick in the 2015 draft if he hadn't gotten hurt. But, I mean, it wasn't hard to see why this was the case. Like I said, everything has always revolved around his overpowering fastball. I mean, he has a four-seam and a two-seam. That combination averaged 96.5 miles an hour last year. That's the fifth highest among full-time starters. And then he has... A curveball and kind of like a slider cutter hybrid. He's got one of the most advanced repertoires in baseball. I mean, regardless of age. I mean, we saw it when he had a 262 ERA in 2018. And yeah, like like I said, he has this this kind of ability to reach back for something extra and really blow it by hitters. And not only is he just like really good, he seems to pitch very well on the biggest stage in the playoffs and things like that. He's, he's always been known, like in the World Series, been known to put together some spectacular performances. So last year was Bueller's first 30-start season, and he put up a 
absurd 215 to 37 strikeout to walk ratio. And, you know, he had almost the same strikeout rate as Flaherty, but he had fewer walks. So I would say the case for Walker Bueller is that he can simply overpower a hitter because his fastball is so high octane and he's going to keep that. He's going to, he's like a young Justin Verlander is what I think. You know, he has that high octane stuff that he's going to keep as he ages, you know, for his whole career. And um, that, that's actually, even if you look at it, like they're, they're, they're not their rotation, they're, um, their mechanics on the mound. He and Verlander are very similar actually. So I think the edge for Bueller would come from the fact that he just has high octane stuff. And I look at a guy like Justin Verlander, I could see Bueller mimicking a similar path. If you look at Jack Flaherty, what's the case for him? Well, so this guy doesn't throw as hard as Bueller, although he still throws 94-95. So, I mean, in today's age, I mean, if you said this like 10 years ago, 94-95 is a start, that's like gas. But in, in today's game, it's like, the standard is even higher, which is ridiculous. But yeah, 94-95 is still very firm. And um, but Jack Flaherty has the advantage because of his breaking balls, especially his slider. I mean, hitters hit just 185 against a slider, and they whiffed on 45% of their swings last season against that pitch. So that gives him an out pitch that that's probably better than anything Bueller has in his repertoire. And, I mean, last year, Bueller just came at hitters with fastballs more than 50% of the time, while Flaherty was changing speeds a lot more. I mean, he actually yielded, Flaherty actually yielded less contact on hitters in zone swings. So he's getting a lot more swings and misses on pitches in the zone. So that could be why the projection system like Zip sees Flaherty actually racking up a few more strikeouts in the coming years. Uh, It also thinks he'll give up fewer homers, which should translate which is what translates to that slightly lower ERA projection. So, I mean, if you had to make a tiebreaker, if you had to make a tiebreaker, I I would say you would have to look at health. And that's that's probably what is a bit of an unpredictable factor for any pitcher. But Bueller does have a bit of an injury history. I mean, he had that elbow injury in 2015, where he got Tommy John, although he's fully back now, and that's not an issue anymore. But, I mean, because of that, the Dodgers were really cautious of him when he when he first came up. But you see a little bit of, a little bit more durability from Jack Flaherty, who hasn't been on the injured list yet in his young career. And Bueller had a microfracture in his rib in 2018. So, you know, pro- projection systems do take prior injury into account. So that's Partly why Zip sees more Warren Flaherty's future, but you know the reality is that Jack Flaherty could just de- develop elbow soreness, you know, tomorrow, and we should note that Walker Bueller didn't miss a single turn through the rotation last year. So, in a perfect world, health never plays a role, but you know we'll see. Dodgers Cardinals—that's about as vintage of a National League matchup as it gets. So. Let's hope that we get a show every time we see Bueller versus Flaherty. I think I think we're going to be seeing that a lot more, you know, in the upcoming years. Kind of how, like I said earlier in the episode, kind of how we would always see Kershaw and Mad Bum face each other when the the teams would reshuffle the rotations to make sure each each pitcher faces each other so that they get their best. I think that's what we're going to be seeing. It's going to be a good matchup, but 
That's what I have for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.